On today's show, we have a guest who's been an entrepreneur since the age of eight, and he is helping us understand how to build our business in a way to have impact and not just income, and so that you can live your best life living it each day at a time. Jim Sabellico. All right, Leadership Nation. So glad that you could join us today with our guest, Jim Sabellico. Jim, glad to have you here today. Glad to be here, Neil. Excited well, Jim, it. I want to... I, sorry, what was that? I said, I'm just excited for it. This is a, I, it's such a fun topic. I love to uh, speak on it. Oh, that, that's awesome. I, um, I, I want to get into a little bit of your past because you've got some interesting stuff to share there. But before we do that, I really want to frame it around... You know what's the what's the biggest problem that people face with regards to business? Because I, you being a business coach, I think that you can really speak to that topic. Yeah, I think um, if I had to pick it down to one item that people have a, a big problem with, it's they're chasing the wrong priority. Um, mm. You know, a lot of times people look at their priority is to grow the business, which makes okay. it kind of abstract, or the priority is to you know, make a million dollars in a year, which doesn't really do anything. It's just, it's a number, right? It doesn't yes. uh, equate to what impact you're going to have. It doesn't uh, paint the full picture. So I think for a lot of people, they they don't really paint the right priority for themselves so that they, they have a tangible goal and something that's a real driving force, an actual impact, a purpose that they're, they're going to be driving to. Uh, mm. So, you know, a lot of people get into that sticky situation where as a business owner, you have to be comfortable getting punched in the face over and over and over again. And uh, when you're not dead set in your purpose, you're going to give up or you're going to have those times where you're just not feeling it and your work output's going to suck. Um, you know, the the deeper that you can get into your purpose and, and the more you can align with having an actual proper vision for where your business needs to go, you're going to be able to kind of coast through those bad days and those downturns. And yeah, it's still going to suck. You're still going to have days where you just feel like everything's going wrong, yeah. but that's when your purpose kicks in and, and reminds you, you have to keep going because X, Y, and Z, whatever your purpose is. Mm. Yeah. That's going to be made into a TikTok promo. Um, <laughs> let, let, let me ask this question. Cause you know, I, that all sounds nice. But uh, I don't know if you've seen my bills, uh, Jim, but uh, I've got to make money in my business to be able to pay those bills. Uh, I don't know that I've got time for purpose. Uh, it's a valid, you know, it's a valid complaint. Uh, a lot of people are like, well, go tell that to the mortgage company. I get it. Yeah. Like everyone's got bills they got to pay, right? You can't pay your bills with good intentions. Yeah. But um, at the end of the day, like, you know, we'll get into a little bit more backstory later, but um I've I've been down the road of chasing success in the form of money. Right. And part of what I want to convey to people is that that didn't solve any real problems. Like having okay. a plethora of money, okay, you could pay your mortgage, you could pay your bills, but it created more problems than it solved. So mm. focusing on just creating money uh, doesn't necessarily solve the bigger picture. It solves that immediate need because you've got bills that are due on the 30th, but you get yourself stuck in this cycle of, all right, I, 
I got the bill paid. Now I need to figure out how I'm going to get more money to pay the bill next month. Yeah. You're not creating that system where you're actually growing your business because other people are on your journey and you're building that purpose with a team and a real system. That's when the money is more of a byproduct. So mm -hmm. uh, yeah, the initial hurdle is definitely there, but uh, once you can kind of get over that, uh, that's when I think the real system comes into play. Mm. So is are we talking about if someone wants to start a business, they need to uh, figure out what their purpose is, or can we apply this to people that are already already have a business and and they're trying to figure out where where to go? Because I think typically, if you've already got a business, you know you're you're at least moving the vehicles. Sometimes I, I think it might be easier to to do what you're saying. Yeah, I think it's both. Um, you know, I, I've never been a big fan of business plans, so to speak. Like, yes. if you want to start a business, then just go start the business, right? Taking, you know, time to make diligent notes, and it's it's helpful, but I've always found action to be the best uh, first step there. Mm -hmm. So for people who are just starting a business, it's helpful to have a reason why you want to start that business rather than just to make money. Because you can make money in a whole different way, a bunch of ways, but to make an impact, you have to be chasing a purpose. Um, yeah. For people who have an existing business, I don't think it's too late to figure that out. Um, you know, you can have a business that's 5, 10, 15 years old that's running, right? You've got 10 employees, you're making some revenue, things are working, you have a stable paycheck, but yeah. where's it going? What legacy is that business leaving? What is that business growing to? What are you aspiring to be? So it's never too late to figure out what your purpose is and then take the foundation you've built over the past 5, 10 years and use it as a starting block to say, all right, we're going to shed some of our bad customers. We're going to shed some of the bad practices. We're going to evolve as a business. Mm -hmm. And this is what we're going to evolve into. So I don't think it's ever too late. Yeah. Well, what I, so what I'm hearing is it's really about, uh, if, if you really want to make money, what I'm hearing is it, you need to focus on the impact, not the income. Correct. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, th that's great. Now, now I'm going, all right. So I've, I've got a business. I'm want to, I want to make more of an impact secretly because I want to make, uh, more of an income. I, I don't know how to not focus on those bills. And as I grew up, the only way I knew, uh, how to keep record was, was the zeros in the bank account. So what, what are you suggesting that, how do people realign themselves and and start looking at purpose so that they can they can really uh, power up their business. Yeah, I think the big thing there is changing what metric you put on the scoreboard. So okay. instead of having that scoreboard where you're looking at how many zeros are in my bank account to measure my success, look at how many customers my customers are able to serve, right? Mm -hmm. So from my perspective, uh, one of the main things that I do now is a digital agency. We do web design and marketing. The way that we operate in-house is looking at our customers' customers. So our metric okay. of success is the growth of our customers. We want our customers to be able to grow because we know that they can serve their customers and their families and so on. Mm -hmm. um, so we measure our success based on the success of our customers, not how much they pay us, not how much uh, you know monthly recurring revenue we are able to do, not how much profit's left but how much of an impact we are able to have in the lives of the people that our business touches. Mm -hmm. 
Why? I, I'm just curious now. Why is it that so many people do focus on the the dollars then rather than rather than trying to it, like I I mean you know with business plans I mean so they even teach business plans in school and they're always talking about what's your mission statement and what's your purpose and vision and all these kind of things and somewhere along the way typically we go yeah that's nice and when maybe when we've got a gigantic fortune 500 company but I don't I I, I don't still don't see how that's going to solve anything right now for me. I think it's the short-sightedness of people to see the big picture. Mm. Um, and it's easy for people to understand, I can make a million dollars and that'll make me successful, right? That's, yeah. that's It's an easy goal. It's the picture everyone paints, right? They want to have the big house, the nice car, the bank account. Mm. They want to live that life that they think comes with building a million-dollar business. Mm -hmm. But not enough people actually reach that goal and then come back and say, hey, that's not going to get you what you want out of life, right? There's mm -hmm. not enough people, in my opinion, who are reaching the million dollar a year goal, coming back and saying, no, that's not it. That's not what you want. That's not what mm -hmm. success looks like. What success looks like is this, right? Mm -hmm. Everyone just has this social media view of what being a successful person looks like. They have all these great ideas of how to be successful, but no actual path. And all of those ideas will lead them to a place they don't want to be. Ooh, okay. Um, can you say more about that? Yeah. About uh, going down that path? Sure. So um, you probably heard the expression, you want to work until your idols become your rivals, right? Um, Ooh, I hadn't heard that one before. Well, now you have. Yeah. So the, the principle there is what you want to do when you're starting a business is you want to work so hard that the people that you used to look up to are now your competitors are now the people who are on your level. Yeah. For me personally, I had the good fortune to be in that scenario where when I first started doing web design marketing, um, you know, I looked up to titans of the industry, people that had success, who had the cars, the lifestyle, the stuff that you picture as what you're going to receive when you get to that level of success. Mm -hmm. so I worked my butt off got to a point where I was in rooms with those people having conversations, doing work alongside of them. Uh, and ultimately in that moment, which I thought was what I wanted is when I realized that those people weren't living the life that they portrayed. Okay. And I mean that in two ways. One of it was they either did not have the things that they were saying they had on social media. They had financing uh, out the rear for their house, their cars, the, you know, they're in all this debt and not the good mm -hmm. kind of debt. Yeah. Um, or they had zero morals. And when I looked around the room of the people that I used to look up to, and I'm now sitting there as equals to arrivals to, it wasn't comfortable. It wasn't comfortable because I didn't want to be in that crowd. I didn't look at those people and say, those are, are men that I aspire to be more like. That's not the type of person that I want to be. It's not the type of person I want my kids to be. So, and that's what I mean by like, when you think of that's where you want to be successfully, sometimes when you get there, you realize that's really not all it was like cracked up to be, right? A mm -hmm. little bit of smoke and mirrors and you, you realize a little bit more success has a different, uh, it looks different from that vantage point. Like when yeah. you climb the mountain and you actually get to the top, you realize the view is a little bit different than you thought it would. Mm, yeah.
I, you know, I heard a great quote one time that uh, oftentimes people will be climbing that mountain and they get they get a good distance up the mountain and they realize when they're up there that to get to the peak, they're probably never going to be able to get to the peak from where they are because, you know, that next level or whatever is is just too sheer. It's too difficult. And rather than come back down and move over and uh, try on the other side of the mountain, they'd rather just kind of hang out there with really small growth at that point in time. You know, I've gotten here. I'm not going back. I might as well just stay here. Um, and uh, I've seen that played out where people get to a point. They're making that money. They're, they're so-called enjoying that level but they're like that that's it i'm never going to actually get to where i want to but that's just the way life is right yeah absolutely you know, a lot of those people um you know i think in that scenario their purpose for reaching the top of that mountain is not powerful enough to to push them to continue mm -hmm. right they, they get to that spot where the view is good enough they could see as much as they really wanted to but there's not enough of a purpose actually pushing them to go further, to climb back down, move over and start over to get actually where they wanted to go. Yeah. Because they got enough of what they wanted. They, they reached a point where they're comfortable enough. But in my opinion, being a leader is not about seeking a level of comfort. As a leader, you should be seeking discomfort. You should be pushing yourself to the point where you're finding opportunities to create comfort for generations behind you. Right. I don't want to be getting to a point where I'm comfortable and then that's it. I'm good. I want to get to a point where I'm so comfortable that I have to look for a way to become uncomfortable again uh, yeah. and continue to seek out new ways to be uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, I don't know that you're you're uh, painting a very desirable picture at the moment, Jim. I'm thinking, oh, my goodness. Do I really want to be uncomfortable? You know, if someone's listening right now and they're they're thinking, Jim, I don't know that I want to be that that discomfort that you're talking about. Um, and uh, I, I'm not I'm just not seeing what that is really going to change in my life. How do you how do you articulate to someone the difference of uh, seeking impact, the power in seeking impact and purpose rather than just seeking income? So what I'll say is. Picture way back when to when you were six months old and yeah. you couldn't move. You were just crawling on the floor. You were happy crawling around the floor, finding fun things to play with. But then you're like, nah, there's more. I'm going to try and walk. Right. Yeah. And people, your coaches, your parents tried to guide you to walk. Yeah. The first couple of times you fell down on your face, which was uncomfortable. You fell down on your face. Yeah. But eventually you kept going, you kept trying and you didn't say, I'm never going to be able to walk. You just kept trying until you eventually did. Mm -hmm. So that's the, that's the analogy I think I would use there. Like mm -hmm. that change from crawling on the floor to walking was uncomfortable. You just didn't realize mm -hmm. it because you were six, eight, you know, a year old. Mm -hmm. But if you want to just crawl around in your life, if you want your business to be crawling around, stay that way. doesn't matter to me. I want you to be successful. But if you are happy just crawling around on the floor for the rest of your life, that's yeah. fine. If you yeah. have bigger goals and bigger dreams for yourself, you're going to have to be a little uncomfortable to push yourself yeah. out of where you are 
to where you ultimately want to be. But yeah. walking around, there's no argument that walking around is a way more efficient way to get around as an adult than crawling. Right? Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. you know, it's it's that discomfort that we all have to go through. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I think one of the things I'm, I'm hearing here is that, you know, you've got to get to that point where you where you recognize that you're that you're uncomfortable in your current situation, that it's not um, creating that fulfillment. You're not enjoying what you're doing. And um, it, what you're really painting a picture to is that there is another way. There is a way to be able to enjoy it and, um, you know, still be making money and, and building your life. It's almost like you're talking about, hey, you, you need to think about how you're building your life as opposed to just how you're building your business. Right. Yeah, I think there's there's too much of a idea that discomfort is a bad thing. Like, yeah. look at any, yeah. any moment in your life where you've changed for the better. You've been uncomfortable in the process. Right. You had to have been. So, like, look at discomfort as an opportunity for growth. And when you shift the way that you yeah. view discomfort, that's when you start to seek out opportunities to become uncomfortable. It's an opportunity mm. for growth. It's not a problem. It's not a bad thing. It's highlighting an area in which you need to grow. And you are going to grow until you become comfortable again in that scenario. And once you become comfortable, then you're like, all right, now let me push a little bit further, find a new area of discomfort, and then keep growing. And that's the way that we can continue to grow and evolve. Now, if mm -hmm. we don't continue to seek discomfort, then we become, we become complacent. And then kind of what's the point? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, even in in real life, when people work their whole life and then retire, even if they don't have their own business, they statistically uh, it's an insane number of people that especially men that die within the first five years of retiring. You know, it's right. like you've done this and then and whatever you've done is over. And there's uh, now now they they're just passing away because there's no reason for them to get up at all. And, um, yep. you know, I, I actually like what you're talking about here and what you're creating, because, you know, I think if we look at any of our mentors or any of the, the people that we admire, the people that we think are great, you, you know, you think of, uh, someone like Usain Bolt, who, uh, fastest man in the world and has set all these records and there is no way for him to be comfortable and, set all those things every single step that he has to do has to uh he has to enjoy a certain amount of discomfort which allows him to improve and that's what i'm hearing that we can literally do in our businesses right now and and is there like is there a way to continue doing what you're doing and uh seek out your purpose at the same time because there's no let, let's be honest right like who's Who's got the time to to stop, shut down, and let me spend some time figuring out what my purpose is? That, that doesn't even sound realistic. You know, all of us have the time. We all get the same amount of time, right? So it's about your priorities. Ooh, I think if, okay. if you make it a Start priority. Start calling out people's priorities. All right. It's going to make some enemies now. If you make it a priority to yeah. spend time on certain things, you'll find the time, right? You'll always find time to do things when you have to do them. But when they become, eh, I don't really want to, or it's not that important, it gets yeah. pushed off because it just becomes not a priority. Yeah. But if you make it a priority in your life, 
you make it part of your routine. You'll find the time to figure that out. And you should always be spending time with yourself. For me personally, I like to do it first thing in the morning before there's any distractions before anything else is going on to look at what's a priority for me in my life and where am I going? What can I do today to move me further ahead than I was yesterday? And it doesn't have to be this uh, insane goal that's unachievable. In our house, we strive to be 1% better today than we were yesterday. That's mm -hmm. it. I don't have expectations that you're going to be an amazing overnight success story. Right? If you go look at any overnight success story, those people have been hustling and grinding for months, if not years. Yeah. And the only time they're an overnight success story is when news media picks up on them because they didn't pay attention to them in all those dark times. Mm -hmm. they've been working on their craft. They've been spending the time. They've been making that a priority in their life. So I think if you want to make the argument that people don't necessarily have the time to work on themselves as a leader, as a person uh, in their personal life or their business, I'd argue back that it's just not a priority to them to grow, to reach that next level. And I think mm -hmm. the reason why it's not a priority is because they haven't become aligned with their purpose. And the closer that you are to aligning yourself with your true purpose for why you're existing here on this earth, mm -hmm. the more that you're willing to work tirelessly to reach that purpose. Hmm. Okay. Um, I, I want to hear more about this, about the, the purpose and being able to figure that out. But let, let's, let's just, I, I want to just ask something different. Have you, have you always been like this? Like, have you always been like, oh, I got to be focused on my purpose? Um, have you always been, I'm taking time in the morning to do this? Um, no, I've definitely evolved that particular skill set more so in the past, probably three years, two and yeah. a half, three years. Yeah. What, what um, instigated that? How did that come about? <clears throat> there was a you, you actually got into business when you were like, eight years old, if I remember correctly from, you right. know, yeah. So, so what, what was uh, that, that big shift uh, three years ago? Um, really, you know, similar to uh, what I was talking about before, where, you know, your idols become your rivals, um, mm. very closely related to that. Um, I, at the time, like you said, I started my first business when I was eight. Um, yeah. I was like, you know, cutting grass around the neighborhood, yeah. but like not just, my house and my parents would give me 10 bucks a week. I was li literally walking around, you know, block to block and I had customers as an eight year old yeah. kid. So you're making a couple hundred bucks a week yeah. as an eight year old kid. And this was in the nineties. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty good money. Yeah. So I get been my kids to listen to this part, by the way, <laughs> I've been fortunate enough to be able to be uh, financially comfortable yeah. since I was a kid. After that, I was uh, I used to walk people back to my house on lunch break and we used to install uh, wallpapers and ringtones on their Nextel phones. Like there was always okay. some kind of a weird side hustle that I was always making money at. Yeah. Um, and as I started to make more and more and grew these other businesses and was able to, to gain money, success uh, in my life, I thought that was the answer. Right. I was I was chasing this monetary goal. And when, when we had our first kid, my son, who's now eight, Joseph, when we first had him, I thought in my head, I'm going to just blackout focus on work and build up enough 
money and income to the point that when he's like four or five, I can stop focusing on work and just focus on family. Right. Yeah. That was my idea at the time. I was like, yeah. he's four or five. Uh, at that point is when like the integral memories are going to start. And man, that was a mistake. So it was kind of at that time when I realized I looked around and I'm like, I'm busting my hump to be an incredible business person to achieve these things. I'm surrounded by a room of people who have zero morals, who I thought used to be awesome people. Mm. I'm not spending time at home with my wife, with my kids. Why? So it was kind of at that moment when I like stopped and looked at where I am as a person uh, and realized what you're doing ain't working. Like you've been traditionally successful. You've made money. You've done the things that most people think of as success. But what do you have? Like if you take the money away, I didn't have an amazing relationship with my wife at that point because I was never home. I was working or when I was home, I was thinking about work or I was doing stuff on my laptop somewhere else. Uh, I didn't have an amazing relationship with my kids at that point because I just wasn't there enough. I was too focused on work. Um, so during that time, that's sort of when I started shifting more into the, the version of success, the definition changed for me. So it wasn't necessarily about income. It wasn't a monetary goal. It wasn't a, nice cars, nice house goal. It was freedom of time and location to be able to spend time where I want with who I want when I want. That was my definition of success that I developed from that journey. Wow. Um, you, you got me a little, uh, a little emotional here cause I definitely ran into that personally. Uh, and you know, it's not a, um, you know, I'm not the only one that's been there where you sacrificed time with your kids, time with your spouse, and you did other things, you know, building the business, trying to thinking that you're building a life for them. And, uh, and then you realize that, you know, what do they really know about me? <laughs> I'm missing all of these parts, right? Like I, uh, I get to see my uh, sister has, young kids. And so I get to see them and it's been, you know, I think there's something about being a, when you're a grandparent, right. That I'm starting to realize that if, if you're a grandparent, you get to be back in that moment and almost see it again and realize, uh, because so many of us miss those moments when they're actually happening and you have to be intentional about making those time, that time for them and for your spouse otherwise you know the the rest of it never ends right yeah absolutely Ooh. um okay as <laughs> i compose myself um cuz now that that really ticks me off <laughs> cuz i i think about it i i i had to be intentional about all right this is what i'm going to do and you know literally block out my calendar uh so that i didn't put things into certain time slots and um I think there's a lot of us that can, that that resonates with. And as a result, we start looking at, okay, what else? Cause the money can't be the only thing. And, and that's where it starts resonating with what you're, what you're saying about, about uh, finding your purpose and how to create impact. So how do you, how do you help someone then 
uh, identify how they can make an impact, what their purpose is? Um, I think the way to truly help people is to actually care, which is a thing that not a lot of people do, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, especially in like, let's say I'm, I'm offering a business coaching service. A lot of business coaches, again, we get in this scenario where you offer consulting. Wait, it's- I, I just want to ask this question because I, I hear this term a lot, business coaching. What is what is business coaching to you? What does that really mean? Business coaching to me, uh, if you had to ask me to define it in one word, I would say scam. Yeah, or for your clients. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah. yeah so general. here's yeah. the thing. There are so many business coaches, life coaches, you know, whatever you want to call them, that self-identify as you know, some type of guru without having gone through the experience, without having <laughs> yeah. actually earned the title. Um and that's one of the things that I don't want to call myself a business coach necessarily because it, it just has this negative connotation, especially like with internet marketer or like all that crap. Yeah. It's just, there's too many people who are looking to take advantage for the money and not the impact. Mm-hmm. Um, so if I were to coach someone, right, my, my intention would be focus more on who they are as a person, where their priorities are, Uh, figure out what their aspirations are and then to help them unlock the ability to believe that they can have those things now. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. a lot of people look at their business as a tool to grow an income to eventually retire, which I think is a terrible idea. Um, First of all, none of us are guaranteed tomorrow. So why you're working today with the promise of I'll enjoy my life later. Yeah. Yeah. I think is crazy. Uh, I would rather help you figure out a way to do both now to live in the end, to be able to uh, work at something that you enjoy, to build the legacy and enjoy your life while you're doing it. Mm -hmm. So I think the answer to the question is figuring out what that looks like for each individual person, because there is no right answer there. Uh, My priorities are going to be different than yours, right? We have Mm -hmm. maybe a different personal life, different opinions. We have, we all have different reasons for for being here and different things that light us up. Um, So figuring out what those things are, uh, is I think step one. And then it's a matter mm-hmm. of just finding ways to push in that direction and continue to evolve that that gift that you have. Yeah, I you know one of the things that I I recall and I think about even now is that when I was first starting out and first building my business and even career when I was working before uh, in a job, one of the things that I found was that it was a lot more about me. It was a lot more about just trying to prove even to myself that I can do something or this is uh, who I, you know, like, because I wasn't good enough that this is what I realized. And so I worked hard and put in these long hours trying to prove that thinking, meanwhile, that I was doing things for the family, for the kids and all that stuff. Meanwhile, um, there were so many insecurities in there and that was what I was building with as opposed to uh, what you're creating right now. And I completely agree with you in terms of impact over income, because now for me, I, I look at it as if I'm, if I'm building in a way to what I'm committed to, I'm never going to run out of energy. I'm going to outpace you any day of the week. I'm going to outwork you any day of the week because I'm, I'm having a blast. Right. Because right. I'm living the life I want to live 
as I'm doing it. And my, and what you said, money becomes the byproduct. You get to enjoy that along the way. Um, but it's clearly, you know, I don't know how many people I've talked to. It's hard to get present to that. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, most people have to be like smacked in the face with a problem. They have to be served mm. their divorce papers. They have to um, go through these, these painful situations that uh, are going to make them realize eventually. And oftentimes it's too late. Right. A lot yeah. of times we don't realize until that ship has sailed. Yeah. And you know, that's one of my driving factors at this point for even having this conversation right now is to be able yeah. to just get in the ear of one person. Or if yeah. there's one guy out there right now who's listening to this while he's at work and realizing that he's missing out on actually living his life because he's so busy trying to make one. That, to me, gives me inspiration to keep going, keep spreading that message and keep helping people figure that out. Okay. So if, if the one person is, let, let's, let's, uh, let's make it a little bit more succinct. So if someone is listening right now and they're thinking, you know, I'm not enjoying my life and I'm not enjoying what I'm building. Uh, what, what, what would you say to them? I think you have to take a good hard look at why you're doing what you're doing. Uh, is it just solely to make income, right? Are you just trying to figure out how to pay your mortgage at the end of the month? Uh, or are you actually building a legacy of some kind? Are you doing something mm. that's going to leave people better because they yeah. interacted with you in their life? I think yeah. it, if the answer to that is no, then you need to figure out a way, and there is a way for everyone, uh, to actually to serve in your gift and to be able to help people um, and again, I, I'm a full believer that when you align with your purpose and when you figure out what your gift is, your gift is going to make room for you. Your gift is going to give you the opportunity to get yeah. in the room with people, to be able to serve and to be able to help them. And money is going to come as a byproduct of that. Yeah. Uh, you just have to lean in and have the faith that if you are willing to serve, uh, whatever your gift is, right? Everyone has an ability to do something. Doesn't matter what it is. We're all different. Yeah. But focusing on, I just need to get the money today, not focusing on how can I leave today better than I started it, uh, is I think the mistake that that one listener is, is having right now. And I, I would just encourage them to have a deep conversation with themselves and figure out what that really means, right? What they're trying to figure out, what their purpose is. Yeah. If you can't figure it out, call me. I'll help you. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, there, it, it just makes me think of a... Um... A scripture in the Bible that actually says that your gift will bring you before kings, and um, and oftentimes people are busy trying to get in front of kings, in front of royalty, in front of famous people, in front of all these people that they're impressed by, and not realizing that it's the gift that that brings you before them. Right. Okay. So um, I I get that. So now we're we're. We're trying to work on our purpose, We're trying to identify uh, what that is. Do, are there, is there something that you can tell us about that or how to start moving down that direction? Jim, I realize that I'm not happy where I am and I want to start enjoying making an impact and living a life of purpose with my business. How, how is that? Or, are you, or do I need to leave my business and go start a new business? What are we talking about here? Uh, what do I need so, to do? Yeah, that's a tough question, um, uh, but I have a good answer for it. So okay. uh, two things. One is the first thing you need to do is figure out what it is that makes you happy. 
Because yeah. there's something for everyone, right? There's something. Oh my goodness! Like, now we're doing an infomercial. What makes you happy? <laughs> All right. <laughs> but there's one thing that you will spend as much time as you want, right? When time doesn't matter. When you're yeah. doing this one thing, doesn't matter. You enjoy it so much that you could do it forever. The stress fades away. It's that one thing you enjoy doing. It could be gardening. It could be drawing. It could be cooking. It could be whatever it is. There's one thing in your life that just brings you inspiration and happiness. And then part two of that is why are you not doing that? For most people, you can just go do it. You're not doing it because you think that there's something blocking you from being able to spend time doing that, or there's a reason why you're not allowed to. But the reason is because you're just not letting yourself do it. Find I'm out what sorry. makes you happy. I, I clearly have not grown up yet because you talked about that. And I thought, no, my wife doesn't let me um, <laughs> whenever I want to. But uh, I'm sorry. You totally took me off track. Let's get this is a PG um, yes. podcast. Okay, great. We're talking about what can we do? Uh, what do we love doing? And, and uh, you know, Jim, I, I actually, I had this conversation today. Oh my goodness. I had this conversation today. I told someone, you know what? I, I loved uh, drawing. Um, I used to love that. And I thought to myself, or my, my dad was, uh, did auto body and mechanic and I, and I really enjoyed it. But I thought to myself, I absolutely do not want to do this for money. I do not want money to be involved. I want to do this kind of stuff just for fun. Right. So, why so, not? Uh, so yeah, so I'll, I can do that for fun, but um, is that, should I be looking at that more when it comes to business? Uh, I would. And uh, you know, like I said before, I think, when you lean into your gift and you lean into the mm. thing that really brings you, it fills your cup or brings you energy, right? Whatever that yeah. is. If it's, if for you, it's drawing, right? Yeah. You can spend your time. Actually for me, it's, I realize for me, it's a community, um, you know, like being with other people, uh, you, you know, it's why I even enjoy this love to, I love to learn and hear other people's experiences. And um, you know, and I think much like you, I enjoy that process of being able to share what I've learned, what the wars that I've been through and how you can impact someone else. And so um, for me, I, I think there's, it, there's a lot more about community that I enjoy. Right. So let's go with that example. Okay. If Come on. Community lights you up, right? And yeah. you get so much satisfaction from having conversations with other people. Yeah. There is nothing holding you back from, let's say you don't have this platform, right? You just have, you have your iPhone in your pocket. There's nothing stopping you from recording videos on your phone, talking to other people. Go walk out on the street, stand on Main Street, grab your phone and just talk to strangers and ask them questions. There's plenty <laughs> of examples. You can go on TikTok, on Instagram Reels, whatever it is, and you'll find people who are doing that, who are able to generate so much money that they're able to help the people that they meet on the street. Because they enjoy talking to people, right? Yeah. There's one guy, I think his name is Jimmy Darts or something like that, who all he's doing is taking his phone, going to talk to random strangers in Walmart, asking them a favor. If they if they accept his, his favor, he'll give them an act of kindness. That dude is raising so much money from people who are donating to him. Yeah. He personally is financially set, and all mm -hmm. the people in his circle are now financially set. Because he's out there doing something 
he's got his phone. He just walked up to strangers in Walmart. <laughs> like the obstacle yeah. to doing that is the belief that you can. Yeah. There's nothing stopping you from just going and figuring out what it is that lights you up. Yeah. And just leaning in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you, you got me already. Um, I, I love that. I, um, someone mentioned to me doing something like that during COVID and uh, I was like, okay, well maybe we can't do it during COVID, but, uh, it sounds like fun. It, it kind of hit for me. It, that kind of also hits the adventure button, right? You want to build community, but there's also some adventure there because who knows what you run into when you're on the street and you ask somebody a question and they think you're crazy and they think you're this, but no, say way you're not wearing your mask back away from me, any of those kind of things. But, it, it also hits that adventure button. So I, you know, I hope for people that are listening, they're seeing that there's this aspect to it where you can really enjoy yourself and hit those buttons that, uh, that really light you up. What you're saying there, that that's amazing. Um, now I think more often than not, more people would be like, uh, no, Jim, that's absolutely not what I want to do, but I'm not really sure what lights me up. I hear that all the time. People, people are like, I want to start a business, but I don't really know what interests me. Yeah, then don't start a business. <laughs> that's, that's the one. I mean, that person is starting a business because they want to get money, which right. is the wrong reason to start a business. Right. Like if they were really passionate about helping, um, you know, I don't know, adopted kittens find homes. <laughs> yes. Okay. Every time doing that. If you spend your time after, let's say you work your nine to five and you spend your free time, instead of watching Netflix, go volunteer at an animal shelter. Go mm. start a website using Squarespace for free and make a adoption database for your local community and then go talk to people. Mm -hmm. There's nothing stopping you from helping. You can do something. It may not have to be the best thing ever. It may not be a million dollar business plan tomorrow. But if you are really inspired by a certain thing and that thing calls to you, it doesn't matter what it is. Mm -hmm. Spend some spend some of your time dedicated to what lights you up instead of scrolling through TikTok, watching Instagram, watching Netflix, just things that just fill dead space in your brain mm. and spend time in that. And you will start to create the connections that are going to bring you places, right? That person who's uh, spending time at the local adoption center Maybe the guy who owns five businesses who's looking to expand happens to come in because he wants to adopt a kitten and you spark up a conversation. Yeah. Those things, it, sure, it's funny, but like those things happen mm -hmm. by putting yourself in the right situation. Your mm -hmm. intentions are pure. You're doing something you love. You're passionate. And then people recognize that. And that's how you create opportunities for yourself. Yeah. And I think that's the thing that a lot of people miss out on is they think, oh, this person got lucky. No. They worked really hard and they created the opportunity yeah. and someone recognized that in them. Yeah. And if you are willing to work hard and be diligent about that and be disciplined in that, that's when opportunity gets created. It's not luck. I'm not a believer in luck. We don't get lucky. Like we create those opportunities by being disciplined and creating them for ourselves. Mm hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I, you know, I, I can think of even my own journey that, uh, you know, I realized that what coming from my background, coming from the hood and this kind of stuff, there's really something in there that that burns in me when it comes to the underdog story, like uh, someone who uh, 
you know, they have they have no reason for being able to come up and uh, being able to help those people for where they're at and help them come, which is why, you know, being in real estate investing, I love working with investors or people that want to get into this space that are like, I don't know how to do this, but I want to I want to do this for my family. I want to pick up. Uh, I want to enjoy all of these other aspects. And I feel I get a real burning desire when it comes to being able to empower people in that way. Right. That, and that's just the way that I've chosen my outlet probably has something to do with the fact that we grew up in the hood. And so um, owning real estate never seemed realistic to me growing up. So there's a real power in it uh, for me, but yeah, I'm, I, what you're saying resonates. I think people can see themselves. They're like, I'm doing this I, every day in and out. I'm doing whatever I'm doing. I'm not entirely sure what it is that lights me up, um, but I want to I, I want to do more of that. I want to spend more time. Are there some practices that you uh, suggest to people to get started, uh, things that they can do? Okay, I'm going to spend some time. Like, what do I do? Start journaling the things? Do I write down a list of things I like? What, what am I doing here? Um, I mean, that would help trying things. Is, okay. Is thing, right. A lot of people are afraid to try. Um, yes. Oh which, my goodness. You could talk about that for an hour. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, the thing there is they don't realize they're going to die. Um, and I don't want this to be somber, but yeah. like a lot of people are like, oh, I'm afraid to, because what if I'm embarrassed? Okay. What if you get <laughs> right by a bus tomorrow and you'd never had the opportunity because you were afraid to be embarrassed. Like, yeah. People put too much emphasis on what other people think. Mm. Um, you know, they're they're not realizing the fact that they're being judged regardless, right? Other people are always judging you for who you are, what you're doing, even when you're not impacting their life at all. But too many people are afraid to try things mm. for fear yeah. of embarrassing themselves or not being good at it. But yeah. they need to get over that fear and just try, just do it, just commit to trying. Um, yeah. So that's definitely one. But uh, the other one, I think, would be practicing gratitude and being grateful for the things that you have in your life. Um, mm. Every morning when I wake mm. up, the very first thing that happens is I open my eyes and out loud, I say, thank you for this opportunity. I will not waste it. Wow. Every morning. Yeah. And that has been a grateful practice for me because I realize I wasn't, I wasn't uh, guaranteed the opportunity to wake up that day. I could have gone to bed and been gone, right? It could happen in an instant. But for me, when I get that opportunity, I know that I can't waste it. I know that I might not get that opportunity tomorrow. So that goes back to kind of the first point is that people don't realize how precious the gift of life is and how quickly mm -hmm. it can change. And that's something that, uh, not that I wish everyone had a near-death experience, but on some level, uh, I do wish people took seriously how fragile life is and how important it is to live every day as if it were your last. Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah, I've, I actually consider myself fortunate to have been able to have a near death experience. And, um, but, you know, I think if you guys are watching, if you're listening right now, I think that's a powerful statement. Thank you for this opportunity. I will not waste it. And uh, framing your day for how do I make the most of this opportunity for what's in front of me? 
and and creating it, not just sitting around uh, hoping that it turns out well. Right. Yeah. Uh, so, tell me a little bit about uh, Legit. That that's sure. the name of your company, correct? Yes. Yeah. And, so, uh, uh, tell me a little bit about what you guys do. So, Legit is a uh, freelance platform. Uh, and what it is, is essentially uh, it connects buyers and sellers who are looking for any type of digital service, uh, okay. whether that's marketing, website design, logos, um, SEO, writing, uh, video editing. There's all sorts of different categories for services people can offer. Mm -hmm. um, and what we aim to do and kind of our mission there is to help people actually get more stuff done uh, and not okay. in the sense of. I just need a cheap logo. I, we're looking to connect someone who their passion is logo design. And this logo is going to help this business uh, help their community, right? So mm. we're, we're more so invested in the community aspect of it rather than just making a buck off connecting these three people. Uh, so what our goal is, is to really build that platform to empower people to grow their business and grow their lives. Uh, so okay. that's really like the mission behind what we're doing is uh, really focusing on the quality of the people in the community more so than yeah. just, you know, finding someone to make a, a quick logo or a quick website or something. It's really more so the community aspect uh, and developing people because it, it really gives you an opportunity to connect worldwide. Uh, and that's, I think, one of the, the most impactful things that we see on a day to day basis is there's some guy in Ireland who's buying a website from some guy in uh, Philippines and they're connecting right now. You're transferring uh, revenue from one spot to another. You're giving that dude in the Philippines an opportunity to feed his family. He might not have had before because he didn't have a place to do it or a way to connect to that dude in Ireland. Mm -hmm. uh, so, you know, creating that opportunity, um, it allows people all over the world to help themselves, to empower themselves, to kind of chase that opportunity. And I think just to circle back before, um, let's say there's that guy who's working his nine to five and he's really not fulfilled, but he loves drawing. All right. Now you've got a platform where you can go at no cost to you, go create a service to draw pictures of people, right? Maybe you, uh, you know, you enjoy it. You create a price. People start paying you for your drawings. There are, plenty of examples that we have of people who have quit their nine to five because they've been able to earn enough of income selling services through this platform where mm. now they can just be themselves, do what they're doing and they're getting revenue coming in. They're getting orders coming in. They're getting money coming in to, to do this thing that they're good at, that they enjoy. Mm -hmm. uh, so I think that all kind of ties in very neatly with that purpose. And, and uh, how do you, how do you spell that? Uh, L E G I I T. Which yeah, is actually right. Oh, there legit. you go. Dot com. Yes. Uh, Legit.com. Um too legit, too legit to quit. Um, okay. <laughs> legit <laughs> That's great. Um, and so people can go on there, you know, if I'm because I'm not sure exactly what I'm looking for, but let's say I'm I'm looking to rebrand, I'm looking for um, you know, new logos, like you said, or something like that. I can go on there and search through profiles and find people that are uh, doing that kind of stuff. And, and their goal is to 
and you're what you're really differentiating is that these people are not just looking to put out a product, but they're looking to make sure that it's in line with what I'm I'm trying to achieve, the impact I'm trying right. to make. Yeah. Yep, and that's uh, that's one of the reasons why we chose the name Legit at the time was because um, you know we were very frustrated with scammers and spammers and people who were just in it to try and make a quick buck by like white selling someone else, white labeling someone else's services. Um, you know, we want everyone's experience there to be building a legit business, right? We want them to actually be, be doing what they love, uh, and growing an income because of it, not just there to make a quick buck. So we are, uh, very strict on maintaining a high quality standard, uh, mm -hmm. because we know that like there's other crappy sites that I won't mention that you can go to. And get <laughs> yeah. But, uh, if you want something that's a legit service that's going to actually impact the life of someone else on the other end. Yeah. Uh, that's kind of the platform that we integrate. So how does that fit into your business coaching? Um, in a, in a weird way, I spend a lot of time working with sellers more so, uh, mm -hmm. but to help them better their profile. Uh, right. So let's say you have a profile and you're selling logos. Um, you know, maybe I'll spend a little bit of time with you to figure out, hey, if you optimize your sales copy a little bit or add some more images to your portfolio, it'll help you grow and get some more sales. Mm. Uh, and that it benefits the platform, it benefits them, it benefits their prospective buyers. It kind of benefits everyone. So uh, yeah. for me to be able to pour a little bit of that uh, magic seasoning on top to kind of help everyone in the mix benefit, it's a uh, yeah. really win-win. That's awesome. So, okay. So just as, uh, be cognizant of your time as we're talking about what, what are you working on right now? What, what's next up for, for Jim? Um, next up for me, honestly, is, is a lot more of this. Um, you know, I've, I've at this stage of my life in this season I'm in right now, I'm, I'm looking to spend more time working with individuals one-on-one -on -one to just mm -hmm. help them shape their direction. It's yeah. not so much I want to help you figure out the marketing hack that's going to 10x your business with this email trick. I don't really care yeah. about that anymore. Like I've, yeah. I've been down that road. It's fine. I can still help you if you need it. But yeah. I'd rather figure out how can we structure your business or how can we change your focus and help you figure out your purpose to be able to actually live a life that has the freedom to do what you want, when you want, with who you want. Mm -hmm. So that to me is where I want to spend more time is just pouring into the community to help people figure that out. Like, you know, we, we said before, tomorrow's not guaranteed. So if you're spending today at a job you hate and then you're going home to a wife who you don't talk to and your kids, you hardly even know why, like yeah. fix that and fix that today. And, and my yeah. purpose of this season is to find those people and help them. Yeah. 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 I find all too often mo many people, are either living in the past, you know, with what what they didn't do, the opportunities they didn't take, or, you know, oh, I, I did this well, so they're trying to always do that well. Um, and they're living in that past, or they're living in somewhere in the future where, you know, someday I'm going to be able to do this. Someday I'm going to, and this is, meanwhile, the moment right here, right now passes them by. And uh, they're not they're not present to 
what they're doing, who they're being, the people around them. And, uh, and as a result, it's really easy to miss life. So I love what you're, what you're sharing there about really bringing people back to today. Right. Right. Yeah. It's more think, got uh, enough problems of its own. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the idea for me and, and kind of what's on my heart is like this, this podcast, right. It's, it's leadership to wealth, right? Yeah. We yeah. want, people to to lead and to be wealthy but i think a lot of people don't necessarily have the right vision of wealth mm. and that's uh, like a lot of people look at wealth as more money than i can spend and that's as yeah. far as their definition goes yeah but to me wealth is having an abundance of things in all areas of your life yeah and that's not just your bank account that's yeah love kindness family support like all those things are equally, if not more important than what's in your bank account. Right, right. Well, I mean, for me, the the, the podcast really finances, family, fitness, uh, faith, and fighting, and football is in there too. There's a whole bunch of S there, but um, but I realized those are things that are authentic to me, are the things that light me up, things I love talking about, the things I love growing in, and um, you know, I know that. Uh, you know, people may not be fans of football. They may not be fans of of uh, UFC and mixed martial arts and stuff like that. But to me, I enjoy those things because there's a certain aspect of them that I won't get into that that lights me up. But to me, those items are wealth. Finance is just a a part of that. And right. um, yes, making money allows me to do a lot of the other things allows me to be involved in those. Um, you know, like I, I just recently got my credentials for uh, uh, the UFC to be able, if I wanted to do, if I wanted to go to an event and uh, be a reporter or something like that, right? I was right. thought, I don't know if that's something I want to do, but let's, let's get into it. Let's learn a little bit about that. And I th think what you're really showing us and definitely in line with, what I hope that people hear is that the opportunities that are out there for you to live in, in that world of impact that you want to, you want to be, and um, the opportunities are there. And so if people want to get a hold of you, they want to learn more about the coaching, they want to, uh, they want to pick your brain and go, you know, is this, can you help me in this area? What are, how do people get a hold of you? Uh, JimSabellico.com. Uh, that's probably the, well, not you're going to spell it, but it's on the screen. So jimspellico.com. You can go right there. You can find me on Facebook, yeah. Instagram, uh, any of those I will uh, be responsive to. Yes. We'll have all that in the show notes so people can awesome. find you. That That's awesome. And um, do they just, do they just email you or set up a, an appointment or something like that? Uh, you know, whatever, whatever floats your boat, whether you want to yeah. message me on Instagram or send me a message on Facebook or shoot me an email yeah. through my website, you know, whatever it is, yeah. uh, I'll find it one way or another. If you, okay. let's okay. this. If you want to get a hold of me and you actually want to, you'll find a way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so basically guys, if you're listening, Jim's not going to make it easy for you, but uh, <laughs> you can find him and uh, you'll, you'll know the value of uh, what he provides by looking for him and, and going through that little bit extra effort. Um, uh, that that's awesome. Uh, Jim, anything else that uh, we need to touch on before we go? Um, I think 
the only thing that I would I would have left to say is just really to to re- reiterate the point that I want people to be comfortable being authentic mm. in whatever that means to them. And, yeah. uh, you know, I think there's too many people who are living a life that wow. isn't truly them, whether they are, you know, they decided to become a doctor because their dad wanted them to become a doctor, but it doesn't light them up or they have this pressure to perform for their family. So they're out there working 24 seven to be able to provide for a family that, that they don't know. Um, you know, if it helps, I want to give you permission to be authentically yourself. Mm-hmm. You're going to get pushback from people, people who have used and abused you for whatever they can get from you will be upset. Once you start being authentic to your own personal goals, mm-hmm. I want to encourage you. Those people were not your friends to begin with. So don't take it too hard. Be authentically yourself, lead yourself and understand what your purpose is. I want to encourage you to spend time in your day. I don't care when it is, even if it's just two minutes on your lunch break, spend a little bit of time every day to figure out what your purpose is, what legacy you're leaving, and then push for that. And people who are going to support you are going to find you. If you do not find people to support you, I will stand up as one of them. Reach out. I will support you in that journey. I will always support anyone being authentically themselves, whatever that means. That's amazing. Well, guys, uh, I, I really want to encourage you guys to um, go look up Jim Sabellico and, uh, you know, don't forget to like and subscribe. Don't forget to like and subscribe to, uh, to our channel as well, Leadership here at Leadership to Wealth. Um, we, we want to uh, really thank Jim. Jim, thank you for coming on the show and uh, sharing with us, you know, the the impact that you want to make and the impact that each of us can make in each and every day that we live and uh, how we live our lives. So thank you for that. My pleasure. Thank you for the opportunity. All right, guys, it's uh, Jim and uh, I'm your host, Neil D'Souza. This is the Leadership to Wealth podcast, and we will see you next time.